up, family? Man, I have something extra I want to share with you guys. So, yesterday, oh, should I say last night? Last night, I was in the garage. And, uh, man, so I, I was out. Well, let me just say, so I'm working on this this piece. I'm, I'm creating a, I made a, a checkerboard or a chessboard, whichever one you want to call. I don't know how to play chess, but it could be chess checkers anyway. So anyway, that's not the point. The point is I'm working on this little project and uh, it's really nice, right? I, I, if this was video, you guys could see it. But anyway, really nice piece. But here, check this out. As I was in the garage, I was, I was, <laughs> I don't know, I was starting looking around the garage and there's this big piece of wood that I have, um, walnut, this big piece of walnut I'm going to make a, a coffee table out of, right, for the living room. Uh, by the way, for those of you who don't know, I do, I do woodworking as a hobby. So anyway, as I was standing there, it hit me. And I'm about to tell you what hit me in a minute. But uh, so this is this look. This is like a maybe I don't know if we want to call it a bonus episode, a mini episode, bonus content, or whatever. But it's kind of a it's a follow up to yesterday's podcast. Um, nobody told me that it was me the whole time. So I was thinking about um, in that in that episode I talked about how. You know, there was a time when I was blaming my parents for the way my life was, but I didn't know that I was doing that, right? So I was thinking about the fact that, okay, so let me say it this way. My parents did not teach me, and these are, these are, my, these are my complaints sometimes about life and even towards God. Lord, why'd you give me these parents? They didn't teach me how to handle money. They didn't teach me about women and relationships. They didn't teach me about love. They didn't teach me, like, they didn't prepare me for life about anything. And so if that was the reason that my life looked the way it looked, when I was complaining, if, if like if I was stuck or if I was, you know, broke, if I had bad relationships, if I wasn't emotionally mature, whatever it was, if it was due to what my parents didn't teach me, then how do you explain? And this is how I was talking to myself. I was talking to myself in the garage like this. How do you explain, sir? all the stuff that you know how to do that they did that they did not teach you. So your parents didn't teach you, you know, how to love. Your parents didn't teach you about money. Your parents didn't teach you um you say anything. But guess what? They also did not teach you how to do woodwork. They didn't teach you how to build a computer. You've built three computers. They didn't teach you how to run a business. They didn't teach you how to be a speaker, right? They didn't teach you how not to be afraid on stage. They didn't teach you 
how to study the Bible. They didn't teach you who God really was. They didn't teach you about love. They didn't teach you how to be a husband, right? And so my point is, how is it that you excel in all of these different areas that your parents did not teach you, but then other areas that you are not so good at, it's because your parents didn't teach you. Riddle me that, Batman. And so I was like, Lord, you're right. Like, and, and I may have had this thought before. I honestly can't remember. Uh, I don't know if I've thought this way before, but I know last night when it hit me, it was like, wow. Yeah, you complaining about, and I don't, and I don't, I don't complain anymore, by the way. I stopped complaining about what my parents did or didn't do long ago. But it's just that last night I was thinking about even if I was going to complain, when I was complaining, I was only complaining about the things that, that I, was, I was suffering in. But the things that I'm ex- excelling in, they didn't teach me that either. So how'd you learn that? The conclusion I came to is while you're out here blaming God, for what he hasn't done in your life that you want him to do. Why aren't you complaining about the things that he did do that you didn't deserve, that you wasn't born with? Obviously, it had to come via his grace. Why are you not complaining about that? So I concluded, you know what? For me, now I know in the Bible, there are people who, you know, question God. Like Gideon, you know, the angel of the Lord was talking to Gideon and Gideon was like, I I understand you got to prove it to me, right? I know people in the Bible have asked God questions. And I know they've asked God why. But for me, for Clifton Eugene Brantley, here's what I've decided. Sir, you no longer have the right. I'm talking to myself when I, you have, you no longer have the right to ask God why. Now, I know folk do it. And I'm not saying you're going to get struck down if you do, but, but the way your life has gone, And as much grace as God has given you, you, sir, don't have the right to ask why from God anymore. Because here's the thing. And here's the other conclusion that I made. And this is what made me say, you know what? I got to record this. Here's, Here's the other conclusion I made. As I thought about all of my complaining over the years, And I thought about, even just in 2022, like, you know, complaining that, you know, Lord, if you had allowed me to meet Dr. Myron Golden, like when I was 30, my life could be so much different, right? So I'm blaming that as the reason my life isn't different, right? Because it's so different now that I've met him. But when you think about all of my complaints, here is the all-powerful, all-loving, all-knowing God who knows everything, sees everything, and loves me like nobody else, extending me grace, right, covering me, doing all these things, and yet I'm complaining. So I'm complaining about things I don't understand because I just got the revelation last night. I'm 50. So for a long time, I did not understand. But here I am complaining. And in my complaining... God still was patient, right? I'm still where I'm, listen, (laughs) the fact that I can say listen on a podcast 
you are listening to me. I have all this equipment in my little home studio, right? And I got fancy equipment. What did I learn to get this stuff? What did I learn to hook all this up? How, how am I as articulate as I am? Because my parents didn't give me anything. So who gave it to you? How'd you get it? Is it just because you're that great? No, it had to be because of God's grace. So anyway, the God of the universe, all loving, all knowing, I'm complaining. He's extending grace. And so I concluded from that, my second conclusion. First one was, you're not qualified to ask God about, you're not qualified to ask God why anymore. Right? That's out. But here's the other thing. And this was a big one. And to be honest, um, as heavy as it is, it really did not take me. It wasn't a struggle to come to this conclusion. And I know, I know. This, not, this may not be the confession of a lot of husbands. I get that. But it's my confession. And if you're following me, uh, wanting me to help you get your marriage together, like if you're in the master class or you're watching my YouTube, whatever, I'm going to be teaching from this perspective for husbands, really for everybody, but especially for husbands. Okay, so I get to the point. I know I'm trying to be dramatic and, you know, lead up to it. to keep. What is he talking about? <laughs> but no, listen, here. Here's the second conclusion. If God, who has all power, who owes me nothing, who has done nothing but love me, if that God, in the face of my complaining, is going to be patient with me, me knowing me, how can I not be patient with my wife, right? Now, um, my wife out of her own mouth says that one of my greatest attributes is patience, right? But I mean, I ain't God. So, you know, I still would complain about stuff and, you know, maybe you need to work on this, change that or whatever. But after the conversation last night in the garage with God and, and these things going through my mind, I concluded the patience I now have for my wife extends from now to forever because I'm 50. I met God when I was seven. And, and in those 43 years, I very well could have gotten to where I am now long ago because it was just a matter of choice. Like the Bible has always been available to me. I could have read it on my own. Right. Uh, uh, I, I got curious, more curious about the Bible and started reading the Bible more in-depthly when I met Dr. Golden. But that ain't when I learned I was supposed to have been reading and living by the Bible. I've been knew that. God called me to preach back in, I want to believe, what is it, I think 2008. But even before that, right? But let's just deal with that. Let's just deal with that. As a called preacher of the gospel. How is it, sir, that you live your life and not study God's word? That's on your parents, too? No, sir, that's on you. And while you are doing that, God is extending grace and mercy and patience. And so I concluded it would, it would be hypocritical of me. And it may be hypocritical in a whole lot of areas, you know, a whole lot of things. But this one, for whatever reason, for whatever reason last night stood out to me, it would be hypocritical of me to not be patient with my wife the way God has been patient with me. And so 
my patience, like his has lasted 43 years. Beyond that, but I'm going, you know, what, what, what our brains can understand, right? So at minimum, for my wife, it needs to go 43 years, right? Um, but if, 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 I'm, if I'm 43, if I'm 50, it'd be great if I live, live to be 100. And, you know, as long as I'm healthy and in my right mind, I welcome that. But, you know, I might not live to, to 100. But as long as I live, the time I have left and I'm married to my wife, my patience is extended. So what does that mean? This is what that means. I told my wife last night, and she probably didn't believe me because, or she probably, not, not that she didn't believe me, but she probably didn't know how significant it was what I was telling her um, because it may have sounded like other promises I've made before. I don't know. But I told my wife, I said, baby, from now on, you don't have to change anything about you. you for me, when it comes to Clifton, there's nothing else in your life you have to change. You don't have to learn to communicate better. You don't have to love to, you have to learn to love me deeper. You don't have to learn to understand me as far as it relates to me. And what, here's what I'm saying. You don't have to do anything from this point on in order for me to continue to love you as the wife God gave me. Now, whatever change, whatever growth, whatever, you know, spiritual depthness you're going to get, that's between you and God and got nothing to do with me. What has to do with me is my patience. And so whenever I start to complain or get upset or not like the situation, I'm going to think about how God has shown his grace and patience with me. And I'm going to shut up. I'm going to take it to God and that's it. But I'm not going to burden my wife with it. I'm not. And, and that is, has far less to do with my wife and a whole lot more to do with my relationship with God. Because I've learned that in order for me to have a healthy marriage, in order for me to have a sane mind, in order for me to not go crazy, I have to live life in accordance to what God wants and for his glory not anyone else's. So what I'm saying is my goal is to love my wife, to be a husband for God's glory, not my wife's glory. Because if I do it for God's glory, my wife is going to be taken care of. You feel me? And if I do it for God's glory, then what my wife does doesn't affect what I'm doing because I ain't doing it for her. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, if you would apply this to your relationship, I'm not saying that it's easy. I know it's not easy. Like I didn't just I didn't just stumble into this. This is a progression of growth for me. But if you apply it to your life, if you decided, you know what? From this day forward, I'm not going to complain about anything about my husband or my wife. From this day forward, I am primarily going to focus on what I'm giving instead of what I'm getting. And I know even as you think about that, fear may come up. But just, just if you were able to do that, if you decided to do that, not if you were able to, but if you decided to do that, what do you think 
your marriage would be like. Like, I believe it would be impossible for your marriage not to get better. Now, if you're married to someone who's abusive and toxic, you know, um, maybe the marriage will end, but it won't end because of you. That's just the progressive nature of toxic relationships. If you're living for God and trying to do do your marriage for God's glory and they're toxic, I believe God will move, either move them out the way or move on their heart to change or whatever. Um, but either way, and you know, when I when I when I send my messages, I'm never really I'm never talking to toxic people anyway. I'm always talking to folk in regular relationships. So, you know, uh, but I just want to share that with you, right? Real quick, this is not no long episode, but I just wanted to share that. Um, you got to stop complaining because with all the complaints that you have about life, there are so many blessings that you are not even aware of. You are not even aware of. You are complaining to the one who is giving you the breath to complain. You are complaining to the one who gave you the nice house that you're complaining in. Like, that sounds like insanity to me. Anyway, I really hope this was helpful for you guys because I, man, when that hit me last night, it was it was like, wow. And so I knew, I said, in the morning, I'm going to have to... Uh, record a part, a part two to this because I know this was a deep revelation for me and I'm all about trying to be better and I, I it is my mantra mantra have you say it to practice what I preach but I'm not I'm not I'm no longer a complainer and I'm talking about even to God like yesterday in the podcast when I was talking I I talked about stopping complaining and I said, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but that's crazy. Like I was looking in my garage, all, almost everything in there I built. Who? Ain't nobody taught me. Well, my parents didn't teach me that. And in case, let me, let me say this clearly in case I muddled the point. All of the amazingness that I am in my life, by my own standards, not anyone else, but my own standards, you know, being good at woodworking, being good at what well, I believe, you know, decent at speaking, being able to being as tech savvy as I am, everything that I'm I'm overly competent in. My parents didn't teach me that. And so the areas that I suck at, I cannot blame that on my parents. Because if they didn't teach me that, they didn't teach me this either. I'm excelling at this, then you need to excel at that. And so to me, that just brings home the point, makes home the point more that you have to take 100% responsibility for your life. You have to. Like there's no other way to do life if you're going to be successful at it and thrive. Well, I guess it's the same thing, success and thrive. But you got to take 100% responsibility. Now, you can do what you want to do with that. The rest is up to you. Rakim, I say peace.